Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well. It's uh, chilly and windy on the porch today. Temperatures dropping, but it's still a beautiful fall day. The sun was shining today. But um, been thinking about Ruth all weekend. Y'all know Ruth. Ruth and Naomi and Boaz and they got four chapters in the Bible in the Old Testament, the book of Ruth and it's a it's a good love story and it's a story about faithfulness and being true to your family and and God providing to those that are faithful. Um four chapters. I'm not going to read it all. I just read it and I'm going to surmise it, but Naomi had gone to another land with her husband and her two sons who had wives. And um, they left Jerusalem, went to this land, and after a time there, her husband died. So she had her sons and her daughter-in-laws. And she stayed there a while, a longer time, and eventually both of her sons died. So that left her with her daughter-in-laws. And uh, back in the day, back in those days, women had it very, very hard back then. If they didn't have a male protector, a provider... They couldn't own land, uh, and it was hard for them to to get food to eat. Uh, you know, they were at the mercy of other people, and they were at the mercy of bandits and thieves and stuff. So it was really rough for women back in those days. And so Naomi realized that. She wasn't going to thrive in the land where she was because her husband and sons were dead and she needed to go back to Jerusalem where she had relatives in Jerusalem. And uh, her daughters were Moabites. So her daughter-in-laws were Moabites. So she told them to go back to their family and where they could survive stand a better chance of getting married again, finding another man to provide for them. Well, the one girl did. She took off. They cried, and off she went. But Ruth stayed. Ruth stayed with Naomi and vowed not to leave her. Uh you know, t- was taking care of her mother-in-law. She went with her back to Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, Naomi had a a distant relative named Boaz, and he was rich and owned some fields and a threshing floor. And so uh, Naomi tells her, you know, when she's out gleaning the wheat, and what they would do back in those days when the people harvested the crops they would they would let people that didn't have crops or money or whatever 
they'd let them come along the edges of the field and pick up what they missed. And um, they did that. She did that, and she got noticed. And, and they started showing her favoritism and started dropping a little extra on the side. Boaz commanded his men to drop a little extra for her and look out for her. And so eventually, you know, she she catches his eye. And he, knowing that there was another relative just a little bit closer in line than him, was entitled to purchase their lands and, and take her as his wife, because that's the way they did it back then. Uh, he went to the city gates and and uh, mentioned it to this man and negotiated with him, and he didn't want to take her and her property, so Boaz was able to secure her for his wife. And... Uh, Boaz was a God-fearing man, and he he recognized the Lord was involved in things that, you know, in our life and our business. And he, like I said, he was a God-fearing man. And Naomi was an obedient woman to the Lord, and Ruth was obedient to Naomi. And. Uh, there's one little thing here I'm going to read to you. It says, uh, Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. You, your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. You see, the Lord rewards obedience and faith. And Ruth exercised great faith in the fact that she agreed to stay with Naomi. She didn't throw Naomi out to the side and say, well, I'm chasing after my own young guy. Good luck. You know, she she hung with her. Well, the Lord blessed Boaz and Ruth and gave them a son. And everybody in the Jerusalem recognized that God had blessed them. And, and uh, that child's name was Obed. And uh, Obed had a had a line in the lineage of Christ. He was the father of Jesse, who was the father of King David. And we all know that story about King David. David had a. Was, was a man after God's own heart. You know, um, 
she secured her place in history and immortality and in forever and ever just by being faithful to God and his family and loyal. So I guess where I'm going with all this, you're wondering, What's it like in your family? Are you loyal to your parents? Regardless of what you think may happen or what may not happen or your own selfish or greedy desires or or do you just say, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing and off I go. You know, I I joined the military when I left high school and I took off. I was gone for years around the world traveling and learning things about different cultures. But I never, ever forgot my loyalties to my family, my roots. You know, um, yeah, there were times that I didn't agree with things or the way some things were being done. But I still honored my parents. I didn't run too far from God. I, I did put him on a shelf for a while while I chased the world and thankfully he watched after me but he was there when I came back and you know I've seen people in my travels that have gone different ways and never looked back at their families they couldn't tell you anything about their parents, you know, whether they were alive or dead or where they lived. and They just, they just moved on, started over. And I just don't know how people do that, but, you know, even in all those years when I was far away, thousands of miles, we still had letters, we still had phone calls, and, you know, I stayed in touch, and I honored and respected my parents. It wasn't always easy, but I did. And I look back on things, and I wish I could have done some things differently I didn't I was not the best son sometimes, but nonetheless, I maintained a relationship with them. And you know, I, I don't know, but I like to think that that's why I'm where I am. I haven't been abandoned by God. 
And I've learned through my mistakes the way that I don't want to treat my children. But here again, that's a two-way street. I can treat my children the way that I think they should be treated or, you know, honor them in certain ways and a balance between being a parent and an adult. But you can't make them reciprocate until they grow up and figure their way out in life just like I did. But the key to all this is are you doing things for the right reasons? Are you honoring your parents because they're your parents, because that's what God commands you to do? Or are you doing it for selfish reasons? What can you get out of the relationship? What have they got to give you that you won't? You know, if If your parents didn't have a dime, would you still honor them? Remember that country song? I can't remember the name of it, but about the guy goes to the bar and he's talking to the old guy drinking at the bar and he befriends him. He goes in there and he hangs out with him and talks to him and comes to find out the family has written the old man off for whatever reason but he was a millionaire and he left everything that he had to the guy that was coming to the bar to talk to him you see the guy at the bar he didn't do it for what he could get from the old man he did it out of friendship and respect for the old man so is that the way you're living your life? Because remember, whatever you bind on earth, you will bind in heaven. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. God bless. And everybody have a safe day.